Hello everyone, welcome back to the Penny for Todd podcast. I'm your host, as always, by name Toby Lola. And I'm just going to start by saying a happy new year to every single person listening to the episode right now. Thank you for joining in yet again. Thank you for tuning in. I pray that this year will be a year of growth in our walk with God, in every aspect of our walk with God. And I pray that every single prophecy that has gone ahead of us, that we've held on to this year, will be fulfilled in our lives in Jesus' mighty name. If you're a new listener, thank you for taking the time out to listen to the podcast. I would love that you leave a review on this episode and every other episode that you listen to because there are about 12 episodes prior to this one. So every single one that you listen to, I would love that you leave a review. I like to get your take on each episode and how it has blessed you and what you would like to learn more about in the coming episodes. For those who are the regular listeners, thank you for once again joining in. It means a lot to me that you guys are always here to listen to the podcast because I believe it's going to be a way to bless other people with the things of God. So thank you for always listening. Thank you for sharing it, sharing the podcast link on all social media platforms. I'm very, very grateful. Thank you so much. And let's get into it for today. So today I'm going to be reading the book of Isaiah chapter 40 verse 31. It's a very popular scripture, but I just want to draw something out from there that will be or will serve as a premise to our year. Something that the Holy Spirit put in my heart that I believe is going to bless a lot of people. And if you get it from the way I'm about to put it, I believe that it's going to be a huge help something to hold on to, something to run with in this year, 2024. So Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31, and it says, But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. I'm reading from the NLT version. It says, They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Now I'm going to read from the popular New King James Version. And it says, verse 31 says, But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. In my place of devotion, the Holy Spirit said something to me. And he was like, this year, every single prophecy that you've held on to, Every single prophecy that you've written down in your jota, on your book of prophecy, on your diary or whatever, will not be achieved by your own strength. You would have to rely on me. And so the reliance on the Holy Spirit will come from our secret place, will come from our place of prayer when we go to God and we fellowship with God. The Bible says that they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength they shall mount up with wings as eagles. So there is a supernatural speed that comes when you wait on the Lord. It sounds very ironic that you are waiting, but yet you are gaining speed. But then that's just how it is with the Holy Spirit. There is a supernatural speed that comes 
when you wait, when you spend time waiting on the Lord. And one thing that I want to put out there is that when you hear the term wait on the Lord, it doesn't always mean fasting. Fasting is a way to wait on the Lord, but you also wait on the Lord in the place of prayer. You wait on the Lord in the place of Bible study. You wait on the Lord in the place of worship. So sometimes when you add fasting to your prayers and when you add fasting to your prayers, it's also a form of waiting, but not the only way of waiting. So when you hear the term wait on the Lord, it doesn't always mean that you must fast before you can wait on the Lord to get. So the Bible says that they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. That's where I'm focusing on today. The fact that they that those who wait on the Lord will mount up with wings as eagles. So a lot of people have received prophecies that are so huge that they don't have the human capacity to do it. They don't have the human capacity to bring these prophecies into existence. When you look at your life and you see what the Holy Spirit has said he would do through you, you'd be like, how? Like, where? How is this supposed to happen? How is it meant to be? Like, how can these things be? Do you understand? But then the Holy Spirit is saying, if you wait on me, you will receive the strength. If you wait on me, I will mount you up on wings like an eagle and you will soar high and so you would be able to achieve all these things that I have asked you to do or I want you to do through me. And you see, when you spend time in the place of prayer, you stir up the anointing, you stir up the presence of God and it is this anointing that begins to make things happen in your life when you stir the anointing of god in the place of prayer to a certain extent it gets to a point where everything that has been said concerning your life begins to work for you you spend time praying you spend time fellowshipping with god and all of a sudden the heavens open unto you and you begin to have prophetic dreams and revelations you begin to have insight when you study the word of god you have clarity you have direction you know what to do at all times you have speed to be able to do things something that is supposed to take people years to do you do it in a year or in few months because you have the speed of the holy spirit that comes from your place of prayer you have been mounted up with wings as eagle to run to take flight So every aspect of your life begins to take flight because of the fact that you have waited on the Lord. Because of the fact that you have spent time in prayers, you have spent time in fellowship. I will show you a practical example of this in the book of Matthew chapter 14 verse 22. It's also a very popular um, story in the Bible, but I'm sure a lot of people have actually not thought about it this way. Now, Matthew chapter 14, verse 22. This was the story of Jesus walking on water. So I'll start from verse 22. It says, Immediately Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. So I want you to take note of verse 23. After he had sent the multitudes away, he went up to the mountain by himself to do what? To pray to wait on the Lord, to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Now see what happens after that. Verse 24, okay, verse 23, he went up to the mountain to pray. Now when evening came, he was alone there. Verse 24 says, but the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. 
verse 25 this is where it gets interesting it says now in the fourth watch of the night jesus went to them walking on the sea now this sounds so natural but i want you to pay attention to this now when the bible says the fourth watch you know every every watch is for three hours so the fourth watch means this is 12 hours after the disciples have gone had gone ahead of jesus 12 hours because it was the fourth watch and every watch is three hours so in the 12th hour the bible says jesus went to them walking in the sea now they had had a 12 hour head start how did jesus go from where he was in the mount on the mountain where he went to pray to where they were where the disciples were in the boat have you ever thought about that have you actually like reasoned it out how did jesus go because these people had a 12 hour head start no matter how fast jesus was running there is no way and again, if he was running, he would most likely have to run on land. And of course, if you're going on sea, you will have a direct route. But if you're going on land, you have to avoid the water and go a longer route before you can get... And all, like, just picture it in your mind. On the fourth watch, 12 hours after the disciples had gone ahead, Jesus appeared to them. How did he do it? If you remember in verse 23, the Bible says, after he had sent the multitudes away, he went to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. He went to the mountain all by himself to pray. And after he prayed, something happened when he moved from where he was to where the disciples were after they had gone 12 hours ahead of him. This is what I'm talking about. This is what the Holy Spirit wants to do in your life. That when you wait upon the Lord, you mount up with wings as eagles and every single aspect of your life takes flight. See, it doesn't matter how 2023 has been for you. I, I assure you with every sense of seriousness that this year, if you can wait on the Lord, and when I'm talking about waiting on the Lord, I'm not just saying, oh, go to the Lord and pray one hour today and then that's it you're not praying again no it's in consistency that you see results and again this the fact that jesus christ went to the mountain to pray if you study the life of jesus you will know that this is his natural behavior spending the bible will say that he he will wake up a long hour a long time before dawn and go into the wilderness or go into an empty place or a quiet place rather to pray this was Jesus's character. So he always spent time in fellowship with the, with, the, with the Holy Spirit, spent time in fellowship with his father. So when I mean wait on the Lord, I'm not just talking about a one day thing or a three day thing. You continue, you, excuse me, you continue to wait on the Lord until your life takes flight. And even when you mount up with wings as eagles, even when your life takes flight, you don't stop there. You continue to wait on the Lord because it is in your waiting that you gain speed. It is in your waiting that the source of everything about your life comes to be. Jesus Christ sent his disciples ahead. He sent them ahead. And then he went to the mountain to pray. And after praying, at the time, my goodness. So, just take a look at this. Let's let's even let's. I'm not saying this is exactly how it was in the Bible, but let's let's just brainstorm. Put on your thinking caps 
and look at it this way. So, Jesus Christ sent his disciples ahead, let's say at the first watch. And so, they were on the boat. And let's say it took him another two hours to drive the multitudes away. So, that's the first three hours have gone. The first watch has gone. So, now you're in the second watch. And that's when Jesus, let's assume that's when Jesus Christ started praying. So, Jesus prayed for at maybe about six hours at least. About six hours. If you add six, let's even say yes, about six hours. If you add six to three, that's nine. So the fourth watch will start from the ninth hour to the twelfth hour. So Jesus Christ prayed for at least six to eight hours. And then there was a change. He moved from where he was to where the disciples were while they were still in the boat on water. And he came to them walking on water. So the walking, the miracle of walking on water is not even the major thing. How did he get there? How did he, what did he do that made him to get there? And you see, there is one thing about the Bible, yeah, that if you do what the Bible says you should do, you would see you will see it exactly as it is in the Bible. So if Jesus Christ waited on the Lord, spent time in the place of prayer, how much more we and the Holy Spirit is encouraging us this year that for those prophecies, those mighty things that you have heard about your life that you think it's impossible to do, for those things to come to pass when you wait upon the Lord, when you take your time of devotion seriously, you take your time of devotion so serious that you don't let anything distract you you are very intentional with your walk with god when you when you build a habit of stirring up the anointing of god inside you every single day a day will come when the heavens will recognize your doings the heavens will recognize your efforts and it will open up unto you and everything that looked like a struggle before begins to become easy you receive ease in every aspect of your life you receive favor you receive grace because your life has taken flight that's what the holy spirit wants from us this year and look it doesn't matter those who have gone ahead you may feel like oh my mates are forget don't compare yourself with anybody don't compare yourself with anybody you're not going on the same journey some may say, ah, this your, this your Jesus thing is too much. Which one is you are waiting on the Lord? Which one is you are waiting on the Lord? Your Jesus thing is, don't, don't listen to them. You know where you're going. And you just imagine, take for instance, somebody who takes a flight from Lagos to Abuja and another person that goes by road. Just imagine how that is. Now, the person that is going by road will probably start his journey by 6 a.m and then be on the road for probably about 12 hours at least yeah about 9 to 12 hours before he gets to abuja let's even say 12 hours before he gets to abuja and then the person who is going by air can even go and do so many other things and then take his flight by 3 p.m and still get to abuja before you that left how many hours ago so look this year don't even bother yourself about what anybody is saying you know what you want you know what the holy spirit has asked of you wait on the lord and you will mount up with wings as eagles see you have not known your capacity and how much you can do if you have not prayed 
It is in your place of consistent prayer. Mark the word consistent. It is in the place of consistent prayer, consistent devotion that you will find out how much you will find, you will discover your capacity and it will be enlarged by the Holy Spirit. A lot of us have received instructions and consecration from the Holy Spirit as you were preparing for the new year, probably in your secret place or from your place of worship, your church or wherever. But most, most likely you've received an instruction from the Holy Spirit. Maybe he has given you a time to pray or how many hours or how long you should spend in praying. Or maybe he has put an instruction on your giving, on how you should give or on how you should... He, he most likely he has given you an instruction in consecration. I urge you that this year obedience will pay a lot obedience will pay your ability to obey those instructions to the letter and to also spend time waiting on the lord will be the difference between your 2023 and your 2024 it sounds so little but i'm telling you there is so much that the holy spirit is ready to do in our lives this year if we will spend time waiting on the lord you know, in the previous, in the last episode of 2024, I was talking about waiting on the Lord in order to receive the instructions for 2024. Now, after you've received those instructions, your ability to keep them, to obey them, every single one of them is as important as you receiving the instruction itself. And then in, your, in the practice of obedience, you spend time waiting on the Lord in the place of devotion, your secret place, your altar of prayer, will be very very important because that's where you will build the strength from that's where you will build the capacity it is from there that you will mount up with wings and then your life takes flight so i urge each and every one of us that this year two things first your secret place should not be dry no matter what it will take spend consistent time adequate time in fellowship spend time waiting on the lord don't wait until your church calls for a fast before you begin to fast have time set out time or days in a week a day two or three however the holy spirit will lead you in a week every single week where you wait upon the lord intentionally and then also the instructions that he has given and the ones he will probably still give within the course of the year as you continue to grow, ensure that you keep each and every one of them. And I believe that if we do these two things, every aspect of our lives will take flight because we are ready, we are showing the Holy Spirit that we are ready to partner with Him. We've submitted our will to Him. And so it is He that is, it is, he that is taking the lead in our lives. Please, I urge every single one of us, let's take this into action. This is just the first, it's just one week of the year that has gone. 51 weeks left to go. A lot can happen in 51 weeks. So many things can change in 51 weeks. I'm feeling very positive about this year for myself. I don't know about you, but I am feeling very positive about this year for myself. And I know that what God will have me do will not come from my own strength. I'm very sure of that. And so I will try by the help of the Holy Spirit to wait upon the Lord until the Holy Spirit begins to walk these things out through me. 
I pray that the Lord will help us to keep to these instructions and bring about the greatness that he wants to do in our lives this year in Jesus' name. See you guys in the next episode.